Hello, everybody. Hiya. Welcome to I'm Good Actually, the podcast where we're going to, do we still do this every week? I feel like we just make someone up every week now. I quite like yeah. it. The podcast where we discuss fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We are now a fishing podcast. Yeah. Um, welcome back. This is our third ep of season two it is can I just start by saying I apologize for my sound (laughs) this week because I'm in a nuclear bunker no I'm not I'm in an office at my sister's house and it is very echoey and Mia there's nothing Mia can do about it even though she's an excellent editor so yeah imagine if it sounds like I can and everyone will be like what are you talking about that sounds perfect (laughs) if that happens literally lost her mind (laughs) if that happens it just shows how talented I am in every single way Yeah. So normal service will resume next week. You're just going to have to deal with me being echoey, I'm afraid. Just fucking deal with it. Yes. So, Mia. Yes. I've got a question for you. Okay. (laughs) How has your week been? Oh man. (laughs) I'm a bit. I'm a bit all over the place. Tbh. Half term plus just general life. Mm -hmm. It's just you know when you just have that real overwhelm moment. Yes. I mean, I say yes, I will never identify with the actual level of overwhelm because kids are half term, <laughs> but I can only imagine how yeah. stressful it is. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's, I've just had that real feeling of like, oh, I have to do it all on my own. Like, you know, when you just yeah. want somebody else. I just said to you that I just want someone to like scoop me up and go, you go lie down. I'll deal with everything, babe. Um, is that what it is is it because you actually want a break or is it because you wish that the half term things you were doing you were doing as like a couple no I mean it's not just the half term stuff it's also just like bills and shit I'm like I don't want to do it all on my own anymore it's so annoying and just I don't know it kind of just hammers home like a loneliness feeling sometimes doesn't it when you've not got somebody who can like go I'll help with this or I'll cook dinner or yeah, if this is stressing you out, don't worry, I'll do it. Yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, fully. Mm. But um, we move. <laughs> I'll survive. Well, do you have any good, exciting news? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. You should ask. <laughs> well, I just had a feeling. I just was vibing that there might be. Yeah, last week I said I was going on a date while very hungover. We had to reschedule that one, which honestly I think was a blessing in disguise. Uh, yeah, I think that might, in hindsight, that might have been the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've rescheduled for this coming Tuesday. So, yay! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about this one, but I'm also hella jealous. Yeah, Mosh isn't coping well because I'm going on a date with another woman. Yeah. And you're just, you're not coping with that one, are you? What, the, my, my logic yeah. is if it was a man, <laughs> like for me, a man is not competition because we're just different. And it's we like a man would never have the relationship with you that I have, but a woman might. <laughs> and that's what I don't like about it. A man will just never be enough. Whereas a woman. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I do feel like a woman is actual competition for your affections. That's hilarious. I just don't want you to stop saying that you want to try and shag me. Because if you end up getting a girlfriend and then you stop trying to get me drunk and shag me, I'll just be like, oh, fucking, what's the point? Am I, is, is this all just an ego boost for you at all times? <laughs> okay. The day you stop fancying me is the day I'm just like, right, fine. I quit. 
<laughs> I quit life. Oh no. All right. Well, I, now you've told me, I can make sure that I always make it very clear that I still want to fuck you. Oh, you're so cute. Aren't I? Yeah, it was really cute. I thought you would be like, well, you can fuck off because I don't want to now. I'll always cute. want Thanks. to. I will always want to. I was literally just about to start singing it to you. We sing that to each other a lot on this podcast. I think that's the first time. I mean, by a lot, it's I've done it once. (laughs) You just did it. No, no. I quoted a text from you last week and you made me edit it out. We've never actually sang it on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, right. Okay. I just outed myself then. All right, fine. Got it. Cool. Um, How's your week been? Uh, It's been okay. Nothing really exciting to talk about. I kind of re well, I say rekindled is strong. There's a guy yeah. on an app that I matched with last year that we was meant to go out and we didn't. Um, and then we rematched this week and have arranged a date for next week. But I think he might have ghosted me again for a second. Are you joking time. already? Yeah. So he is one of these guys that has got all the chat. Yeah. And basically we had like a slight conversation because he wasn't around till next Friday. So I made a joke being like, oh, now we've got to try and maintain this level of chat for like the next week and a half so we don't get bored. And then he said, oh, I'm more of an over communicator than an under communicator. Oh. But then it just got to the point where the quality of the messages was so bad. I was like, I'm really trying to drag this on, but I can't. Like he's got good chat, but you know when he just, like he was hungover on Friday, obviously couldn't bother to talk. So I haven't heard from him since. Friday. Oh, today's Sunday for anybody unsure of what day we record. So it's fine. I think I'm just going to wait till Wednesday and then and then send a message along the lines of I assume Friday is not happening. <laughs> uh, did you die? Yeah. I hate uh, but that. It's, he's one of those this is a good story to kind of lead into the bulk of our episode I because I think he's just he's just one of those guys. He's just one of those guys. It's fine. It's one of those fucking guys. One of those fucking guys. And on that note, should we talk about those guys, Mia? Let's talk about many guys. Okay. And how they all are terrible, I guess. Okay. Let's do that. Okay, let's chat. (laughs) This week, that was weird, we are talking about... was a little bit. The different types of people you experience when you're dating. Wowzers. There's a lot of them as well. But yeah, I think when you've been dating for a bit, you start to recognise that there's like a few sort of, yeah, genres that you can chunk people into, isn't Mm -hmm. there? Um, We're not talking about the good ones today. Obviously, we're not talking about like Mr. Green Flag, Mr. Lovely. There's no such thing as a Mr. Green Flag. There's a Mr. (laughs) Couple of Pink Flags that you can forget about. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's, that's the best right. you can get. Yeah, yeah. I think some of them are like the ones we're going to talk about are like solid red flags. Like, yeah, run if they show these signs. Some are just dark pink. Yeah, and some of them will. Um, you will ignore all those red flags, and then they will ruin your life repeatedly yes. mm-hmm. for a period of time until you finally run away. Yeah, or they run away, which is even worse. <laughs> <coughs> Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah so yeah um the first one i want to talk about though is one that me and you have invented (laughs) this is the best one if it's what i think it is you're gonna say it it is so uh we have started calling this very specific type of man the aha boys (laughs) Um, not because of the 80s band aha that would be more preferable to be fair that would be better really really would no so it it came from we've both um spoken to guys and instead of typing ha ha they type 
Uh-huh. Every time they laugh. But that leads into men that just don't text properly. Like in my experience, the one that did that was like yeah. really bad with not even texting. Like the le- the actual conversation was okay. It was like the spelling and stuff. It was very lazy spelling. Yeah, it's very like naughty's kind of text talk. Like they'll they'll also say they'll also spell though T H O rather than just writing though. I do that though. Though. Do you? You've never done that to me. Sometimes I do it to certain people. I've noticed that I do it a lot to Gav, which is weird. Um, My experience of the aha guy as well. He always spelt yeah Y H or yes. Do you remember that he always used to say? Instead of yes, he'd put Y-E, like ye. Oh, he did. Uh-huh, see, ye. I, yeah. see, my my one spells yeah, Y-E-A, without the H. Yeah. So it's a similar vibe. I think this just shows, like, general laziness, doesn't it? I think it just, they it's they can't really hold down a chat they don't you don't get much of a text conversation with them yeah like you have to kind of you have to lead it you're not getting anything back what is it what is it they want yeah but we don't know because they don't tell you they're all i think like because when you sent me um you showed me that you had an aha boy (laughs) yeah i was like oh my god is he cornish because to me it feels very like cornwall surfer chill cash whereas i know that this guy lives in streatham <laughs> so <laughs> i don't think he really gets away with having the chilled cornish surfer vibes i think it is just laziness does he or did you know did he smoke weed i don't i don't know i don't think so because that's in my head like that's the sort of that's the way i'm picturing them it's like just some like lazy surfer with baggy jeans and a spliff hanging out of his mouth yeah <laughs> no, if... the thing is that's not remotely what my aha guy is like at all oh is it not i thought it was well he surfs but he's not like the most stereotypical in yeah. my like surfer guy yeah. yeah i don't know it's just it's an interesting genre that's definitely something there um yeah that's surprising i would have thought that your guy would be a lot more like that I don't know why. That's quite a rude assumption to make, actually, isn't it? No, it's okay. We don't mind being stereotyped down here because generally it's correct. Okay, fine. Noted. Do you think, though, that the aha boy is just perhaps a slightly less obvious version of the fuck boy, which we'll get onto in a minute? Yeah, because in my experience, the aha boy is, I, I think, genuinely think the laziness of that is attributed to everything the laziness of not being like bothered to write out I don't know why I feel like if there's someone that I messaging that I really like I make a conscious effort I mean you know when I message you how many spelling mistakes we make and all this shit and we're just like whatever it doesn't matter I make an effort to not do that because I want the man that I'm messaging to like think I'm intelligent and I think if you're you saying you don't really like no I'm not saying that I'm saying that I know you won't judge me (laughs) if I spell words incorrectly because you love me so much already that's what I'm saying okay all right fine so yeah I think that aha boy doesn't care what you think about him which is why he is Uh texting in that way and then I think that also leads into he doesn't care what you think about him because he doesn't really care about you hence that is how he is also a fuck boy you see interesting that's that's what my take on it is yeah I think I agree I do think I agree. I don't feel like you'd ever get a guy that is texting you in that way. Here she goes. She's charlie in. <laughs> I'm really cool. I love that you discreetly tried to do that. It sounded like you was in a hospital bed. <laughs> it's because I hit Your the bedpan fell on the floor there, Mia. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you would ever get a guy if you're like, have you had a good day? And he's like, Y-E-A-H-A. 
that is like gonna be your future husband I don't know why it just I don't think that would ever happen yeah I think I completely agree and also it just makes me laugh because I read that as he haha <laughs> yeah I always read it as you he always reminded me of Kanye West which is really annoying oh that is annoying <laughs> yeah it's a little bit Michael Jackson as well isn't it like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ah, do they not realize how dumb they look like come on but that's the thing i don't think they care like i'm pretty sure you're hang on i'm just gonna type aha into my phone because i'm pretty sure autocorrect doesn't want you to say aha it wants you to say ha ha yeah but obviously if you do that enough times it will end up oh no it doesn't oh maybe that's because we've said it enough times yeah, yeah i think we have said do... it to each other or not yeah all right, so fuck boys we're discussing now, right? Fuck boys. Probably the most famous version of dating stereotypes, I would say. Yeah, and I genuinely don't know if I've had much experience with them. Would you class my ex as a fuckboy? No, because he, he got in a relationship with you. I don't think a fuckboy yeah. ever really wants to label it and pin it down. It always They keep it casual. You never really know where you stand. They breadcrumb a lot. Like, they give you the idea that if you keep doing this, something might happen. Right, okay, yeah. Okay, do you know what? I genuinely don't think I've ever had experience with a fuckboy then. I've either been in a relationship or it's been very weird just sleeping together and that's it. But I've never had someone that's kind of leading me down the garden path and then pulling it away. Never had it. I think Voldemort was definitely fuckboy. He was the king of the... He was fucking (laughs) king dingling of fuckboys. Are you joking? And I think the guy that I was re-speaking to at the end of last year, yes, they had some fuckboy potential in there. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, I have had <laughs> experience of fuckboys, but I think it's also important to say that fuckboys don't have to just be men. Yeah, like I don't think I think the word is fuckboy, but I think women are just as capable of doing it. And I think I have been a bit of a fuckboy at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i i have definitely played the fuckboy game sometimes um not proud of it but yeah so interesting i've got a question for you so you know there's been a few dates that i've been on and i am capable of going out on a date and having a nice time and enjoying it but then after the date when that person wants to see me again be like I, I don't think there was anything romantically like I had a nice time but I'm not into it mm-hmm. that's happened a couple of times would you say I was showing fuckboy behavior because while we were on the date those men probably thought that I was super into it and then afterwards yeah. I've kind of blindsided them by being like no I'm not into it and they were like they're probably thinking what the fuck is that fuckboy behavior no, because you actually tell them that you're not into it. Like, the, a fuckboy oh, right, is okay. into it. A fuckboy is into it. A fuckboy wants to keep seeing you. They want, like, the girlfriend experience usually as well. They they don't want the label, but they want you to be there whenever they want to shag. They want to go out on dates. Mm-hmm. They want to hang out. They want to do all the things that you do in a relationship. Like, fuckboys tend to do the situationship thing, I think. Yeah. It's just about not labelling it. Whereas you, like, when that's happened, you've always gone, ah, no, sorry, actually wasn't feeling it. That's like the least fuckboy thing you can do. Oh, I wanted to be a fuckboy. You are so the opposite. Of a <laughs> I know. You are a you're a cuddle girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's not a bad thing. But it's not cool. It's not cool to be a fuckboy. Is it cool to be a cuddle girl? How boring. <laughs> I love it. We've just made that up. I kind of love it. A cuddle girl. <laughs> 
I'm going to make you a t-shirt that says cuddle girl. Oh, I secretly love it. Okay, please do. Okay, I will. Yeah, no, it's, I think as well, like you said, that girls can be fuck boys too. Mm-hmm. I don't think that applies to the aha boys because a girl would just never message a man. Yee, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> a girl would never do that. Oh my God, please, listener, tell us if we're wrong and you know a girl that, that ahas. Yeah, because there's will... no judgment. I just don't genuinely don't think girls would. But if you do... Oh, there's, there's, there's judgment. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice to our viewers. We won't hate you. We'll just talk about you behind your back. We won't do it on the podcast. It's fine. We just spent five minutes talking about how our hard boys are awful. I think we've already judged them. But I think they're awful because of what comes with it. Yeah. I don't... Like, if the own... The guy... I don't know why I did that. I sound like Boris Johnson. Um, Sorry. <laughs> He looks like him too. I do, yeah. Yeah, in my experience, the guy that I had the aha thing with, if that was all that he did, if it was just the spelling, it would have mm. been okay. Mm-hmm. Well, funnily enough, though, my aha boy actually gave me the most orgasms in one session of my life. So maybe it's not always a bad thing. Perhaps it's because he doesn't waste his finger muscles on texting. <laughs> Yeah, other men are like doo 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 doo, and he's just like boop boop. <laughs> I'm so just upset with like... myself that this is <laughs> this is being filmed for the first time, and I just did that. Really I upset. like that you just did like a little red rum finger from The Shining there. Mm-hmm. Me. Red rum. <laughs> okay, so moving on from the fuck boys, I think this one. Some fuck boys do also do this. Uh, love bombers. Yes. So love bombing is when somebody moves fast, gives you all the love really quickly, gives you presents, takes you out on expensive dates, does all the really big things and big declarations, but very, very, very quickly and quite often is a precursor to emotional abuse because it brings you in so that they can then start to knock you down so obviously this is a it is a huge red flag it is you, you'll find details of it on any domestic abuse website because mm-hmm. it is a sign of abuse however <laughs> for me when someone starts love bombing me i'm just like oh yeah obviously oh my god i was gonna say the same thing i'm like of course you're absolutely obsessed with me after 30 minutes of after we've matched on a dating app i am the best thing it just makes sense (laughs) so my so the crazy guy from last summer who wouldn't leave my house yeah total love bomber like total total love bomber the question that i want to know the answer to is yes how do you know if it's love bombing or if someone is just that way inclined and hear me out that you do get men that do wear their heart on their sleeve like I have been in situations where I've met up with men and they've been like oh my god I actually think you're like the female version of me we get along so well we like all the same stuff and like and then if their love love language love language if their love (laughs) language is like physical touch and words of affirmation all of those things combined can look like love bombing. So what is it that makes it love bombing? And what is it that makes it not love bombing? Just all of those things combined. And that's okay. I think the thing is with love bombing, it's it's not 
sincere and obviously it's really hard to tell that like how are you supposed to know yeah I think anyone who is telling you within like a week of knowing you that they want to be your boyfriend and they're falling in love with you like that's not healthy Man, but again, we are so unhinged when you're saying that I'm literally just thinking but why would anyone not say that to me <laughs> I know I know I'm exactly the same I'm just like obviously why do you think I've been in so many fucking abusive relationships <laughs> The thing is, though, I need to fucking sort my life out because I spend 50% of my time going, of course, everyone, like every time I walk into a restaurant, I'm like, obviously, everyone in this restaurant is looking at me because I'm the most amazing person they've ever seen. And then the other 50% being like, I'm going to die alone because I can't even pay people to go on a date with me. Like, why is it? Why can my entire life not just be in the middle of that instead of one extreme to the other all the time? I'm exactly the same. I'm either like, everybody loves me. I'm the best. Or I'm like, oh, my God, everyone hates me. Yeah. And just crying alone in the toilet. Yeah. In a toilet. <laughs> what? Just your own toilet. <laughs> Just into it so I don't make a yeah. mess with my tears. <laughs> it's like crying in the shower. It doesn't count. What do you like? Press the flush. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you cry in the rain or in the shower, your face is already wet, so it doesn't count as crying. Everyone knows that. Oh, no, I do know that, but I just asked if you put your head in the toilet and flush it to have the same effect, and you said yes. Yeah, I do. Do you know? Oh, right, okay. Wait, yeah. do, we, oh, sorry. do we not all do that? But yeah, I think with love bombing, so yeah, like the crazy guy that I discussed, oh, we haven't discussed on the podcast, the fact that after I discussed him, I got an Instagram message from somebody saying, oh, by any chance is his name redacted? Uh, yes, yes, his name was redacted. And yeah, we had dated the same guy within like a month. No, there was there was crossover and it, she had heard us discuss him. Sorry, the fact that his name was redacted means that that's just crazy anyway. Like, how do you even meet someone whose name is redacted? <laughs> Weird. Is that his Christian name? I really, really hate you. you know? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you'd laugh. I'm sorry. That was so bad. I'm sorry. Okay, carry on. Anyway. Yeah, sorry, go on. Um, yeah, she had, she, we barely mentioned it on the podcast either. It was a really fleeting discussion of how he'd acted, mm. um, which is ironic because acted rhymes with redacted. Um, <laughs> I was trying to join you. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, he had acted the exact same way with her. It was mental. Like, mm. yeah, he's a crazy person. The fact that he was from the area that he's from, yeah. The fact that he was from there and then travelled and this girl lived quite close to you as well, didn't she? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she also lived in Cornwall and he's like, I don't know, one of the sexes, Essex, Sussex. He was Essex. I just didn't know if we were saying that on the pod. Is he Norsex? Norsex, no. He was was from the part of Essex that I'm kind of from-ish, like a little bit further out. So he's given us all a yeah. bad name here. Yeah. But he did buy me a really nice Joe Malone candle and loads of bath bombs from Lush that I'm still using. So, he... you know, love bombing. Sorry, he bought you that Joe Malone candle probably with the intention of just setting your house on fire at some point. So <laughs> you, can't, you can't be like, oh, he bought me a really nice candle even though he burnt my house down. Mate, he tried to buy me a laptop. I wish you'd let him before he went crazy. No, because I feel like if it had been that high, like, value stuff, it would have been even yeah. more mental. He tried yeah, to find so. me a laptop. He wanted to take me on holiday, like, a week after we'd met. Like, it was... And in 
I'm going to be honest now, as you was telling me all this, because I remember it all unfolding, I was a bit like... Uh, well, I pulled I away know. from him a couple of times, didn't I? Because he started, like, he wanted me to... He was going travelling for six months to New Zealand. And he was like, will you wait for me? I was like, I haven't known you five minutes. And also, mate, I know myself. And no, I ain't going to wait for you. I, was, I know, I was literally like, Mia, don't wait for him. And you were like, as if I'm going to wait for him. Even if I wanted to, I could not wait for him. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. And it did give me reassurance. I was like, even if she tells him that she's going to, and even if she tells me that she's going to, and she means it, she will not be able to not sleep with someone for six months. So she will just end up cheating on him. So it's fine. I don't actually have to worry about this because she's not capable of doing it. <laughs> yeah, that was never going to happen. You're picking the wrong girl. But this yeah. again, he so the other girl that he had been dating was very similar to me, like very independent, very self-aware, like very doesn't need somebody mm. and and strong and for some reason these guys seem to always go for women like that but then I say like oh what are you doing but then in previous relationships it has worked so who knows do you think it seems like more of an accomplishment to them because they're like you don't need them but you end up needing them and it's like they crack your shell yeah, and that's like more of a thing because if you've got a girl that's like really needy it's not that much of a They'd just be like, I love you. And they'd be like, sweet, I love you too. Great. Whereas it's like a lot harder mm. to crack girls like you. Yeah, maybe. It's like, well, it's, I wonder yeah, it's if I'd be harder to crack if, as a cuddle girl. I'm, I'd be harder to crack because everyone just gives me the ick. <laughs> Literally everyone just gives me the ick for everything. That's why I'm hard to crack. It's not because I don't want it. It's because I'm a hard girl to please. You just hate everyone. I do hate everyone. <laughs> it's true. You're, you're, you're a cuddle girl, but don't touch me. <laughs> I'm a cuddle girl, but I don't like cuddling. So leave me alone. <laughs> We, we cuddle when we're hungover. Yeah. Remember yeah. that time I held your hand? Oh, don't. <laughs> I love reminding you of that. I honestly think that is the most like pure affection I have had in about five years. Really? Yeah. I just thought you looked like you wanted a little handhold. So I, I like, did. Yeah. Oh, you did. <laughs> that was good. So, uh, that's all I want. There we go. That's what I want. I just want someone who will hold my hand while I'm asleep. Mia, if anybody else did that, it would give you the ick. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the problem I've got oh, too. Oh no, you're if so If I woke right. up the next morning and a guy was like, You look really sweet last night, so like in the middle of the night I held your hand, I'd be like, Why are you touching me when I'm not conscious? <laughs> That's fucking weird. Oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> I know. That just like icked me out, just you saying it. I know. If it was that. like my ex who I was with for years. Absolutely no problems. But if it was like a new person, I'd be like, please don't do anything to me while I'm unconscious. Oh, it's like on um, like rom-coms when they like stroke their hair out of their face while they're asleep. Yeah, no. It's like, leave her alone. She's yeah. asleep. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And plus I'd be like, why have you woken me up? I, it takes me so long to get to sleep anyway. <laughs> why are you touching me? Now I'm just going to be awake for the whole night. It's like, can you imagine waking up and like, you know, on, on like f- romantic films when he's like laying there watching her sleep as she wakes up. If I woke up and some guy was just staring at me, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, fuck off. <laughs> okay. Back to what we're meant to be talking about. So next is less of a genre, but more of like a method of what happens after you meet. Friends with benefits. This is one I do have experience with relatively recently Holy as well shit. I know mine was a mine was a spicy one as well wasn't it Mia what the sex no it was in the situation oh yeah well and the sex <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah, <moving> um, on. <laughs> so 
for anyone who isn't aware, which who knows, um, it's just a mutually agreed upon sex only relationship. Mm. So no one, we both know it's just sex. So not what fuck boys do. No. This is, we're both, we're both aware. We're just fucking, we're having fun with it. Yeah. And like in my situation, it would be like after nights out and stuff, I would go back there, mm. but there was never any question. Like we wouldn't like, like I wouldn't meet up with him at the weekend. We wouldn't go and get a coffee or go out on like a date. There was none of that. It was just, I mean, you can have that. Them and that was it. You can have that, but in my experience, but also we were actually friends as well. So I would see him outside of those situations. And when I did see him outside of those situations, it was just like, nobody would ever know. Yeah. Like, cause we were just mates and we just got along and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you, did you, catch the feels at all or were you quite all right with it I think because it was a hard one for me I still don't really know I think because I'm not used to being in that situation like I've said on this podcast before a lot of my experience like I tend to have either been single or in relationships so I don't have a lot of experience with like just sleeping with people and stuff so I kept getting caught up in the if I am in this situation with someone, there's obviously something there. So should I be trying to make it more than it is? Do I like him? Should I be like, look, we're doing, we're sleeping together anyway. Let's just go out on a date. Like I couldn't, my brain was yeah. like, this halfway bit is like weird. You either go all or nothing because that's just what I'm used to. Obviously there is nothing wrong with it, but just because of what I'm used to, I was like, should I be trying to make this something more? Because there is obviously something there. Like it was weird. So I think I went through phases of being like, I think I said to you a couple of times, I might just see if he wants to go out on a date, but I never did. And I think it's because yeah. deep down I knew that it wasn't that and it was absolutely yeah. fine. And I didn't really, I say I didn't really like him. I obviously like him as a friend and I, I like him, but I knew that I didn't want him to be my boyfriend. And the times when I was like, maybe I should ask him on a date, I think it was just my brain going, you only sleep with people that you like. So if you're sleeping mm-hmm. with him, you like him. Therefore, you should be asking him on a date. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So that was weird. It was really conflicting for me, that situation. You more felt, it was almost like, it didn't feel like the societal correct way to be going about it. Like, yeah. You, yeah. It was like yeah, listening to that. my feelings, listening to my feelings, I was doing the right thing, but it was like, like my yeah. brain was going, this isn't what you do, so stop doing it. Whereas it it was fine. It was just something I'd never done before. It's I'm not I don't know if I'm explaining it very well, but I think you understand. Yeah, you are. I mean. yeah no, you um, totally are. But yeah, and it's really nice as well, actually, because we came out of that situation one thousand percent unscathed, no longer sleeping together, absolutely think the world of him. Not haven't got bad words. There was a few up and down arguments because of other contributing factors. It wasn't just the situation yeah. we was in that you know about me and that I'm not going to say on this podcast. Yeah. But fundamentally, apart from like the little arguments and not, I didn't talk to him for like two days and then it was fine. Uh, yeah. Now we're just absolutely fine and we're still friends and I get along with him really well and I still talk to him all the time and it's just absolutely perfect. And I could not have wanted, that situation was perfect for me at the time when it happened as well. Yeah, yeah, which is, that's the ideal way for a friends with benefits situation mm-hmm. to go it ends, no one's hurt, no one's fine. But obviously, it can get messy. Like, people do catch feelings. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the time it is more likely to be the woman, if it's in a mm. heterosexual relationship, who catches the feelings. Just because, yeah. like, we, we spoke about it last week. Like, a lot of a lot of the time women do um, put more, more into, once you have sex with someone, you feel more, basically. Whereas yeah, and I'm, I'm 100% that person. You know that I am. And I still, to this day... I don't know if you agree, Mia. I don't know how the fuck I got out of that situation Mate. not 
I am mind blown. Like I yeah. do not know what happened in that like time that somehow you managed to do it. Like, yeah, it was. It's just Bravo. not me, is it? It's not me. I, I am the person, especially it was the first time I'd ever done it as well. So yeah, like it would have been so, I wouldn't have even been surprised. No one would have been surprised if I'd caught feelings. And I just don't know. <laughs> it's the biggest accomplishment of my life that I managed to get out of that absolutely fine. I think we're all waiting for the inevitable fuck up of it all. Yeah, it just, it just never, never came. came. God, I'm right. such a fucking great person nowadays. It's therapy. It's all the therapy I've had. I'm telling you. It is. Okay, but so if you were friends of benefiting with someone, we had a bit of a conversation about this a few months ago, just me mm-hmm. and you. Um, how would you feel if that person was actively dating as well as just like occasionally shagging you and telling you about it, I think is the... I don't think I'd ever want to know the details. Oh, it's hard. Again, it's hard because I've never been in that situation. And when that did happen with the guy that I was seeing, again, those other contributing factors that I know it's annoying, I'm not saying on this podcast, but I'm not going to. It was that that was coming into play. It wasn't just he was dating other people. So I don't know, because like I said, it's fully normal for me to get into a friends of benefit situation and then catch feelings. So I would be Mm -hmm. really bothered if they were dating other people because I'm just expecting that I would have feelings for them and I would want more. Um, So I honestly don't know. I mean, if I managed to do the same as what I did before and not catch feelings, would I care? I still don't think I'd ever want to know the ins and outs of like who he was dating, where they were going, sort of dates they were having. But if just off the cuff, he was like, oh, I'm not around tomorrow because I've got a date. And I was a bit like, oh, fuck you then. And it was like a joke. And that was the end of it. I think I'd probably be okay if I didn't have feelings. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Um, Well, I took some photos for mine for his Bumble profile recently because all his photos are awful. So I'm fine. What, you took photos of him? Yeah. What? I didn't know about this. Yeah, went on a walk. And I was like, your Bumble profile is a fucking shit show, mate. You need to get some better pictures because they're all really old, as as you've seen. Um, yeah, I hear about it. For, oh, was he this does... for other girls' benefits, or is he bisexual? No, he's straight. Oh right, okay, so it's for other girls' benefits. Because again, you know, I mean, we've already discussed this at the start of this episode. That I've got a right thing about other girls. Like, I couldn't handle any form of other girl competition. But I don't know why. Yeah. I feel like if I was seeing someone and they were bisexual and they were going on a date with a man, I'd be like, I literally could not care less because they're just yeah, they don't relate. Like, it's just not yeah. even the same thing. Oh yeah, a hundred percent as. Mm. I've recently experienced with somebody else. Mm. Yeah, like, it, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me with him. Like, we literally talk about everything because we are mm-hmm. friends first. Like, if either of us go on another date, if either of us sleep with someone else, mm-hmm. we, like, tell each other, like, details and find And you're genuinely it's... okay with that? Genuinely, absolutely fine. That's nice. I have, like... Neither of us have any feelings for each other, but sometimes we get drunk and or horny and have sex. Is this who I think it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to know. This is a secret. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know this is actually really annoying for everyone listening, being like, give us a fucking tea. Come on. Can we give Come him on. a nickname? What nickname should we give him? I can't think off the cuff like this for a nickname for him. He's a hard one to nickname. I mean, especially for me, because he hates me. He doesn't. He does. Okay. You've never met, but sure. <laughs> yeah, no. You're only saying that because he didn't follow you back on Instagram. Yeah, I know. I'm fuming. I'm still fuming about that. I'm a celebrity. I'm a fucking celebrity. Okay. 
I do I do stand by the fact that you guys will either get on like a house on fire or fucking hate each yeah. other. You're so similar, which is probably why it works for me to bang him occasionally. Yeah. It's just like you just pretend he's me. Is that what it is? <laughs> Can you just do an Essex accent real quick? <laughs> do you just make him Thanks, wear a Walsh mask? <laughs> Like a cardboard cutout on my face. Just put it yeah. over his. Oh no, how did you know? Because <laughs> I saw the cutout of my face when I was at yours on New Year. I wondered what it was for. Coming soon on my OnlyFans. <laughs> Literally. Hey! Uh, uh, so friends with benefits are good if you can do the whole situation and come away from it unscathed, mm. basically. And yeah. if you can't, they are absolutely the worst idea ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, to, I've had both. Have you had one situations where it's ruined your friendship and you're just like, no? Oh, God, yeah. hundred percent. I've had ones where I've agreed to a friends with benefits situation knowing going into it, I didn't just want that. I definitely wanted more. And doing the whole, well, if I keep being this amazing, like, sexy girl who's really fun and doesn't seem like she cares, he's definitely going to fall in love with me and marry me. Mm. And clearly that's gone well. Yeah. Um, Yeah, quite a few times. (laughs) That's annoying. Yeah. Well, I would kind of say that's what, that's how me and Voldemort started was me. Yeah. Agreeing to that and then, but expecting more. I think it's so easy to do that though isn't it because you think oh I mean that's almost how me and my ex started it wasn't like an agreed we're going to be friends with benefits but it was very he was like I'm not looking for anything serious and I was like oh me neither thinking we're going to get married you just don't know it yet but if I sleep with you in three months time you'll know it yeah and then it kind of almost worked didn't it Mia I was so close to that actually being true you were so close so close to that actually to me being right and then he just absolutely broke my heart into a million pieces and I still haven't fully recovered from it three years later (laughs) so you know (laughs) well (laughs) but at least we could laugh about it I was listening to a podcast the other day and they had an advert for um, BetterHelp, the con therapy company. Um, and on the advert, she was like, if you're still talking about your ex three years later, your friends are bored of you now. You should go to therapy instead. And I was like, oh. That is a hate <laughs> crime. I know. Oh my God, are you bored of me? Talking no, about I, it. I, I mean, swear that I, is brutal. That is brutal. I wouldn't blame you if you were, but I'd just be like, well, buckle up because <laughs> I'm never going to stop. Mate, I'm never going to get over it. Mate, I still talk about my biggest heartbreak ever. And that was like coming up to 10 years ago. So, But I think you do. Like the reason I still talk about my ex, even though it's three years later, is because it was my biggest heartbreak ever. And it is so transformative and it is so life changing and it feeds into every aspect of your life that you can't just not talk about it because it it's yeah. made us both the people that we are. It's the reason we are. Fucking hell, it's probably the reason that we're even doing this podcast. Like, yeah. I don't want to give him that much weight, but you know what I mean? It does it does mm-hmm. change everything about you, so it's impossible to just never reference it ever again. Okay, there's one last genre of person I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> and this, this is very much going to be the biggest cell phone ever, I feel. The horoscope girlies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have one in the room, don't we, Mia? <laughs> Look, yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely becoming more of a thing. And I think this one is very much predominantly women. I don't think there's many yeah. men who give as much of a fuck 
Um, but like, because yeah. I'm quite mental about it, like I'll swipe left on people because of their star sign. Well, hang on, explain what it is first to people that don't necessarily know, because I didn't know, really. I'm very obsessed with the compatibility of different star signs and like who will match me or like what star signs I won't date because they're all crazy. <laughs> Like I, do you I, actually I'm, like if you met someone that was a specific star sign, would you just be like no, like genuinely? Um, if I met them organically, it might be slightly different, but I would be wary. <laughs> like I ain't dating another Aries mm-hmm. for as long as I live. Yeah, and I'd probably stay away from Scorpio men. Scorpio women, I'm okay with. And yeah, I do. I regularly swipe left on those star signs. If they have their star sign on their profile, like on Bumble, you can have it. I'm like, no. You've made me a lot more aware of it all, but I don't really know what the different star signs entail, if you know what I mean. So it's still not the sort of thing that I would swipe left on someone because they're like a Sagittarius or something. Because I don't Mm -hmm. know what that means. But you have made me more aware of it. Yeah. I mean, for you, definitely don't swipe left on a Sagittarius because your moon and rising are both Sagittarius. Therefore, you'd actually be very compatible. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So something that I do think with the horoscope stuff is interesting, though, is it does seem to expose like a little bit of subtle misogyny from a lot of men. Like recently, like when I share stuff on my Instagram stories and stuff, there's a few guys who I have dated in the past who like love to respond every time being like, this is all bollocks. I hate this. It's all bullshit. Why do you believe that? <laughs> like get really, but get really het up about it and really don't like it that I do like it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really interesting because I think there's quite long term thing of men dismissing and mocking things that women like like it goes all the way back to like just the music that like you know when teenage girls are obsessed with boy bands and yeah men are like well it's not good music because it's teenage girls that are the predominant audience and I think it's just like a little subtle like misogyny in there and I'm like okay well if you can't accept that I like something and you don't then fuck off like I bet you listen to Joe Rogan so (laughs) yeah I just don't understand why anyone would have such strong opinions about something. Well, I was going to say something that doesn't affect them, but I suppose if they're a, I don't know, just for context, give what's a really bad star sign for me? You, I know you'll just know this off the top of your head. Um, I don't know. I know I'm your ideal star sign. Of course. Um, okay, so just say uh, it's not the case, but just say a Scorpio is really bad for me. I was going to say I don't know why men get so bothered about this when it's something that doesn't affect them. But I suppose if someone was interested in me and they wanted to take me out and I was like, no, because you're a Scorpio, they would take that as like a rejection on the basis of something that one, they can't control and two, mm. is not their fault and three, they don't think means anything. So that's why they would get salty about it because they're like, well, fucking hell, like, it's just bollocks anyway. It's not even true. And they kind of see themselves as being like, I don't know, having something taken away from them that they want mm-hmm. for, for something that they don't even believe in. So I suppose that's probably why they get the ump about it. But then if you say to them, oh my God, we're like the most compatible people in the world because of our star signs, they'll be like, shut up, that's bollocks. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, these are guys that I have dated, so they can't be the worst star signs for me. It's just, yeah, they just, they hate on it. And it's like, just let's, we don't need to yuck anyone's yum, basically. Like if someone likes Mm. them, if it's not hurting anyone, don't fucking. Mia! What? That is the greatest thing you've ever said. I love that. Have you never heard that before? What, you don't have to yuck anyone's yum? Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. Write it on my gravestone. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's the first positive thing I've ever had requested on my gravestone. <laughs> yeah, I think people see it as a re- like. There's a lot of memes and jokes about like a red flag being when a girl asks your time and place of birth on like a first date, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not a red flag. It means I like you. If I want to do your birth chart, okay. <laughs> That's all. Is that classed as a love bomb if you're doing their birth chart in the toilets on a first date? Oh my god, probably. I should stop doing that. It probably is. Yeah. Um, okay. So just out of curiosity, I want. Can you tell me my ideal star sign matches, please? I know it's Libra, which is you. Yeah. So your your Leo Sun Sagittarius Moon Sagittarius Rising. How do you know that? Have you looked it up before? It's on your co-star, babes. Oh, okay. I love that you've paid more attention to that than I have. <laughs> Do you remember when I called them your saggy placements and you thought I was talking about your boobs? <laughs> I'm like, please don't discuss my saggy placements, okay? I just wasn't wearing a bra that day when we recorded. It's fine. <laughs> um, so based on your sun sign, so your Leo, your ideal matches are Libra. Like we are the most compatible mm-hmm. two star signs, which of course we fucking are. Um, Vir- of course. Virgo and Aries. Oh, interesting. So my yeah. ex was a Taurus. Is that bad? Well, no, but it's just not. You're not. You're not compatible in the stars. Um, but also, there's like apparently, if your moon sign and your sun sign matches with someone, so if you met a Sagittarius or if they had a, a Leo moon, then you're meant to have a really mm-hmm. deep connection. So is it good or bad that my moon and rising are both Sagittarius? Neither. Is it? Is it not like lucky? I was hoping it would be like lucky. <laughs> lucky? I don't know. <laughs> no, it just... <laughs> so it just means that like if the, moon, if the moon's in Sagittarius, it'll be more powerful for you. So like put your crystals out to charge and do like your proper rituals on like a Sagittarius moon. I'll let you know when that is. Don't worry. Yeah, of course. You let me know whenever there's a new moon, which I very much appreciate. It's actually a new supermoon tonight. My perfect matches are Leo, Taurus and Aquarius. So hit me up, ladies and gents. So we should have had each other's exes. You would have been good with my ex and I would have been good with yours if it was an Aries. I'm talking about Voldemort as the Aries. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no, my ex is a Leo as well. Oh, of course he was. I know when his birthday is. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously that worked out perfectly, didn't it? That situation. So this horoscope <laughs> thing has been confirmed to be 100% accurate. Fantastic. <laughs> fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Is there anything that men do? Like, you know, obviously you said that girls have got the horoscope thing. What's like the male version of that? Probably football. No, it's like Joe Rogan and Andrew Tate. (laughs) Yeah, probably football, right? That like takes over their life and you can't Mm. fucking go out for a Sunday lunch because Liverpool are playing at one. Like, I cannot be dealing with that at all. Do you know what, though? I couldn't deal with it. But now that is me when the Formula One's on. Yeah, but you will will skip a race if it's like mid-season. If I have to, but I would, I do try to organise stuff around it if I can. Like if it was someone's like birthday lunch, I wouldn't be like, well, no, because they were at Mm. Abu Dhabi this week. Like I wouldn't be like that much of a prick. But I would try and organise around it. Like I'm sure that we organised recording the pod around races last year. Yeah. But it depends on the race as well like no matter what's going on I'm not missing Monaco because it's like one of my faves and obviously if it was yeah. like the like the deciding race that's different yeah, but yeah, like yeah. just to watch a fucking yeah. friendly between Liverpool and 
Arsenal. I don't know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Frankly. It took you such a long time to think of another football team then. You're clearly not a football girl. No, I'm not a football girl. I'm a crystal girl. Crystal and horoscope girl. To be fair, I, I love the way I said, like, you're clearly not a football girl. Like I am. I'm not either. Look at her being a pick-me over here. I'm a football girl and I'm a Formula One girl and I'm a cuddle girl. Dream girl, basically. 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 Okay, cool. Well, that was a good assessment of different types of people that can ruin our fucking lives in different ways. Um, <laughs> and most of them nice have. know that we've all had experience of every single one of them ruining <laughs> one of our lives at some point, which is nice. So uh, we've Yay. just covered all of the different types of trauma that we've got, as always. <laughs> Yay, us. That's all this podcast is. It's just one long trauma dump. Perhaps we should have called this podcast like Traumaville. That's a terrible name. I think that's actually quite a good name. Fine then. <laughs> Would you rather imagine your parents still together and okay. you know them both? <laughs> I, will yeah. do, I, I will do the same. Would you rather walk in on your parents having sex mm-hmm. or have them walk in on you having sex? Have them walk in on me having sex. Why? The, th- the thought of having to see my father. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's just not good. <laughs> I don't need to go into detail. I mean, I think if if they were, like, both happily married, maybe it would be less creepy. But the thought of them fucking now, like, 20 years down the line, well, 32 years down the line, it's... Ugh. Yeah. Although, okay. some of the things that they could potentially walk in and see me do would be traumatising as fuck for them. I was gonna say, I don't, I can't imagine that you would just be like under the sheets having a nice wholesome time. Charlie in the chocolate factory in it up with somebody else. Lights <laughs> off. <laughs> Missionary under the covers. Yeah, no, that's unlikely. You're right. But yeah. it's gonna traumatize me less that way. And quite frankly, my parents have traumatized me enough. It's about time I got them back. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, I think for me, it's it's whether I can live with the embarrassment of them seeing me or the trauma of me seeing them. And I actually have proved that I cope quite well with childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah, true. But I don't cope well with embarrassment. Yeah. And I feel like the like that question, you would just walk in and be like, oh, sorry, and walk back out again. It's sort of like you like, oh, sorry. No, I have to watch you for half an hour. So I think I would rather walk in on them so I could just go and bleach my brain afterwards with a lot of tequila. Yeah, I don't think I'd be that embarrassed, though. I mean, everyone else has fucking seen it by this point. Might as well show my dad. Is that my daddy issues coming screaming out? (laughs) Any chance? Uh, Sounds like it, yes. Back. Our sources say fucking yes. (laughs) Okay, my one for you okay. is, would you rather always have a great body but have slightly below intelligence or have a mediocre body for your whole life but be really clever? I would rather have the body and I don't even have to think about that. <laughs> Absolute same. I would rather, even if you went more dramatic and it was, would you rather have a banging body and be absolutely thick as shit or the other way around? Yes, yeah, same. I would still pick the body. <laughs> I would be a aha ye woman for the rest of our life if I had a cracking bod. <laughs> I'm telling if you I, now. If I could have like Megan Fox's body and 
at a cave and yeah. think of someone really dumb's brain, I'd be like, yeah, fine with it. Let's yeah. go. Because I know it sounds bad. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm all for women being intelligent and stuff, but I don't think I've ever looked at an intelligent woman on TV and been like, God, I wish I wish I was her. <gasps> but so I've definitely bad, looked at a woman with a cracking bod and been like, can you imagine being that person? I just don't ever know. I don't feel like I've ever had a body to be proud of. Uh, that's very wrong, actually, because I am proud of my body, the fact it keeps me alive every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what you mean. But you know what I mean? I've never had one of those bodies that I want to show off. And I just can't imagine what it would be like to be like, yeah. I'm going to wear a really short skirt. I'm going to wear like this teeny tiny outfit. And I know everyone's going to be looking at me because if I wore a teeny tiny outfit now, it would be because everyone was being sick around me and I was about to get arrested by the police. So <laughs> I just can't imagine what it would be like for that to be a positive <laughs> Yeah, I, it's like there are the human, like these women who, and like, obviously, yes, you can work out and you can get to a certain level, but some, there's something genetic in it more than gym in it, I think, Mm. though. Like you look at some women and even if I worked my ass off, I'll never have a flat stomach. I've always had like a little pouch, just built to have babies, annoyingly. Yeah, see, like me, I've used to have a flat stomach. It's still not that bad, actually, all things considered, but I've always hated my legs and I've always Mm. had big thighs. And I feel like no matter what I do, I will always have that. Yeah. Yeah. We're polar opposites on that one, aren't we? <laughs> so basically combined, we'd have one perfect body <gasps> and one absolute bit in the bin, your disgusting body, if we combine. Because you've got an ass as well. And I'm so jealous. I've got literally no bum at all. It's like a fucking pancake. Yeah, but I don't like having a bum. Bums are great. I really want more bum, but I'm not going to do any squats to actually get it. But I don't think I've got a good bum. I do. That's because you love me. Oh, I do. It's true. <laughs> I have got good boobs, though. You have got cracking tits. Can confirm. Thank you for listening. Oh, we actually do need to say something. We are now on Patreon. Yeah, we are. And you can subscribe. I'll put the link in our show notes. It's also all over our yes. social meets. Sorry for saying social meets. <laughs> Um, you can subscribe from as little as three pounds a month, um, and it will really help us make the podcast yep. better. It will help us be able to get guests on in the future, which mm-hmm. is something we really want to do. And obviously, all these things do cost money yes. and time. Um, but also, you can get some really, really cool things. You can get some bonus content, but you can also get some stickers, some pants, and even if you're feeling like a big spender, a night out with me and Ms. Morsh. Which, let's be honest could go any direction and we would make sure it went in one of the funny bad directions as well we would that's one of our guarantees it wouldn't be boring oh, oh yeah it won't <laughs> be a good night out it'll be awful you might end up arrested who knows <laughs> yeah that's the joy of us um and also i'd just like to highlight that the cheapest option three pound a month is literally just the cost of one coffee so if you like what we do and you listen to our podcast and you've enjoyed every episode just think about wanging a bit of money our way. And like Mia said, it's not just because we're greedy and we want money. It is genuinely to fund things like extra equipment to get guests on. And so it is something that will benefit the listeners as well. It's not just because we're like, we want to buy some more fucking clothes. Yeah, exactly. And we do it all ourselves. We do the full record, production, editing. It's all us. So yeah, it's taking a lot of time. So pay us for our time, you motherfuckers. Yeah. (laughs) And on that note, go fucking sign up. (laughs) And on that note, love you. Bye.
Let me say that again without burping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>